you can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. edition of the Wildcat Scoot Podcast. I'm Wildcat Authority Senior Editor Jason Shear, and it is day 457 of the quarantine. Um, no, it's not, but it, it feels like that, especially when you uh, you have two girls who just had their school canceled for the rest of the year. Um, looking at the calendar, it's pretty stressful, but making uh, the best of it. And tonight, uh, Tuesday night, it appears that the best of it, at least in the sports world, included a viewing of the Christian Dawkins documentary, uh, The Scheme, um, on HBO. And uh, I previously have screened it. I got to see it before tonight, and I provided some thoughts on Wildcat Authority. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying The Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for The Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Uh, about overall just some impressions, but I figure now that everyone has seen it, I would kind of go on a little bit of a rant. Um, I tend to do that on Twitter, but I can only do it in so many characters, so why not do a podcast? I'm quarantined, I'm angry, and, uh, you know, might as well <laughs> kind of flow uh, with the podcast uh, podcast viewpoint. So I warned people before their viewing that you had guys in the national media, um, John Wilner, uh, Pat Ford, uh, Dan Wetzel, um, numerous other guys who basically made it out to be like this documentary was all about um, the situation with the coaches and taking the money and how it all happened, etc. And about the audio and how the audio would be damning to college basketball coaches um, and all that. Plenty of national writers that have echoed my feelings that overall the documentary is a not what you thought it would be and b boring i mean it's not a good documentary like you're not watching it for two hours to go man that may not have been what i expected but it's really well done um it it, it, it's I, i guess if the goal is to make the fbi not look great and for the whole thing to look like entrapment Um, I guess they do a good job of that. But this isn't about the coaches. I mean, it's a five-minute segment of audio with Will Wade and Sean Miller, if that. There's no smoking gun. You know, the guys like John Wilner said, I don't know if he's going to ever be able to coach a game again. What? Like, the biggest PR hit Arizona took was during the whole fake DeAndre Ayton thing. Uh, You know, Arizona defended Sean Miller. Sean Miller held a press conference. They didn't fire Sean Miller then. Why are they going to fire Sean Miller because of a documentary with two minutes of audio in the middle of a pandemic? (laughs) And and, and not only – I'm not just saying the middle of the pandemic, 
took hundreds of millions of dollars away from schools. So now you want them to fire Sean Miller when they have even less money than they did before. And guess what? They still can't do cause. Cause isn't happening because of something that the school already know happens to be shown illegally on HBO. Like the national reaction to this lame documentary has been dumbfounded. It just... (sighs) So, I mean, look, I could probably rant for a while, but I kind of want to go piece by piece. Uh, It's, to me at least, it's pretty obvious that the goal of the documentary is to paint Christian Dawkins as some sympathetic figure and to make the FBI look dumb. Um, I do think it is successful, as I mentioned, in making the FBI look dumb. The problem with making Christian Dawkins look a sympathetic person is that it makes him look dumb at times um, as well. As as USA Today writer Dan Wolken uh, tweeted, the first hour is basically saying, hey, Christian, how could you not understand what was going on? Like, it was pretty obvious that something was amiss, and Christian Dawkins never picked up on it. Um, it was pretty obvious that he was being played, and he never picked up on it. And it's like, dude, like, you're not coming out of this documentary looking smarter. You, you, you don't look any better coming out of this than you did before. Um, did they, was the whole thing a waste of time? Sure. But that doesn't mean that you're some genius that got caught up in the system. You know, that's, that's not how you're coming off in this. Um, and and for, for the college coaches, it's like, look, uh, you can tell who was protected in this. Like, from my viewpoint, from my perspective – Haney, Dawkins' lawyer, like, you can't convince me that that guy wasn't the one putting up the money. Just like I I, I said, um, for the documentary at least, um, just like I said from the beginning that it was so obvious that Haney is Dan Wetzel's source to the point where Dan Wetzel's in the documentary. Like, Dan Wetzel should have been wearing a T-shirt that says, Haney's my source, I'm the guy that gets the leaks, Haney's the one giving it to me, my name is Dan Wetzel. Like, it's the same damn thing. I mean, it's so obvious Who's trying to do what in this documentary? Um, and I will give it to Haney because at least he, while not a great lawyer, is better than Book Richardson's lawyer, Craig Mordock, who's just a complete moron at his job. Now, am I going to sit here and tell you that I'm a better lawyer? No. Um, could I have done worse than Craig Mordock? Uh, no, I couldn't have. I mean, he, by far, when you look at all the cases, um, there's a reason why Book went to jail, and that's because Craig Mordock is a terrible lawyer. Um, just like there's a reason why Christian Dawkins didn't take a deal and it's so he could get a book deal. He could come out with this documentary and he could try to turn it into making money. Um, he's trying to profit off the case. It's not because he feels that he's, you know, horrified. He could have taken a deal, maybe skipped jail, gone to jail for a year, you know, light jail, whatever. He's not being thrown in jail for a hundred years or whatever stupid number that was thrown around. He could have easily taken a deal and all that. And I'm sure it's going to go down with, I'm not snitching. But meanwhile, the guy is on HBO snitching. I mean, that's what he's doing when he says, oh, Sean was talking about money. Um, whether or not that's true, um, is irrelevant to this right here. That's stitching. I mean, that's what it is. So so spare me the whole, I didn't take a deal because I wasn't going to turn on anyone. Meanwhile, the guys on HBO, while well, audio gets taped saying, oh, this guy did this. Oh, it's obvious Will Wade, he's a gangster. He's doing this money. And come on, man. Like, that's what's the difference? You know, don't don't try to go on your podium and your high horse when, meanwhile, um, it, it's contradictory to everything you said leading up to the case and during it after, etc. Um, it, it's just silly, and it is fooling some people, um, but I think generally speaking, it's not fooling um, a, a lot of people. And so uh, it, it's 
there's just for me at the end of the day, there's not there's not a lot there, and, and there's some things that are just straight up made up, you know. And, and Christian Dawkins is saying that Sean Miller called him on the phone, and the FBI is banging in on September 25th. I can tell you for a fact, and I'm not the only one that has tweeted this tonight. That phone call never happened. Sean Miller was not on that phone call. Sean Miller didn't call Christian Dawkins on September 25th. When, when the FBI was replicating the phone or whatever it is, that did not happen. So why did he say that? Well, it makes for good TV. And you know Dan Wetzel's not going to check it. And you know that Pat Ford's not going to check it. You know, and, and me, I'm an, I'm an Arizona writer. So if I tell you it, it's going to have less of an impact as Pat Ford and these guys that like to think that they're holier than thou and, you know, the top writers in the world and all that crap. All right. So it, it's, that call is made up. It's for entertainment purposes. And it's not just me tweeting that. You could go on Twitter. There's other people that have tweeted the same thing. That phone call did not happen. These dudes literally made up a phone call for entertainment purposes on HBO. And I mentioned before that there's coaches that were taken care of. How does Rick Pitino make it through a two-hour documentary without getting mentioned? How does Brian Bowen make it through a two-hour documentary with barely a mention? You know, how do how does these other assistants make it through the documentary. How does Andy Miller, the NBA agent, the guy that was in charge, or not in charge, but so heavily involved with all of this, there's no phone call from him? There's no mention of him in this entire documentary? That's not a coincidence. That's not a thing of, oh, well, we only have two hours. We can't fit this in. No. There are guys in this thing that are being protected. And I don't know why. It could be a financial payoff situation. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on that. But whenever you have a documentary that's supposed to be so hard-hitting, blah, 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 and guys that are so obvious should be mentioned and they aren't mentioned, there's a reason for that. So it's, you know, it, it's it's not an interesting documentary. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm sounding like I'm whining or a hater and all that, but... It's it's not like it wasn't a very good documentary, and and it's kind of weird. I was telling someone when I saw it, it's kind of weird that HBO bid for it because I'm not sure who else would have bid for it. Netflix maybe, uh, but it, it's just it's not going to be some money maker. The timing of it is horrible because 24 hours from now, as much as guys like Wetzel and Haney and Ford and and Wilner want to be talking about it, it's not going to be talked about because there's just bigger things going on in the world, um, and, and so. You know, the whole idea from the beginning of coaches' heads rolling. I mean, remember, Yahoo wrote an article that literally said the NCAA tournament may not go on because so many schools would be in trouble. Think about how stupid that is. It's even dumber looking back on it now. The NCAA tournament, it took a pandemic to stop the NCAA tournament, and even then they tried to get the thing. And these dudes wrote that it wouldn't happen because so many schools are cheaters. And all these coaches are going to be in jail and suspended and blah, 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 blah. And what happens is you have these reporters. They're all in now. They can't – they could say – like Schlaubach could say, man, there is no DeAndre Ayton. There is no proof of it. Christian Dawkins says it doesn't exist. His lawyer says it doesn't exist. Pat Condellis, the guy that did the documentary, said it doesn't exist. The only person that thinks it exists is Mark Schlaubach and the ESPN guys that have to back him. And with Schlaubach specifically, he's not on Twitter because he's suspended. ESPN has supported him. He's not on Twitter because Arizona fans are mean. That's literally why. Um, And you are mean, and I give you respect for that, as long as it's not death threats or anything. Um, I know you guys are mean. I'm mean. 
So I understand it completely. My wife is furious and fierce, so uh, uh, she's giving me a dirty look right now just because I said that. And so um, I get that. But he can't go and say, like, what happens if he comes out tomorrow and goes, there was no DeAndre Ayton phone call? Well, now you're sued. Now you're fired. Now you're embarrassed. So you're better off just going on. And so Pat Ford and, and Dan Wetzel, these writers, Wilner, they're all in. They can't back up. So what happened is months ago, a year ago, they said Sean Miller's coached his last game in college basketball. Well, 40 games later, he hasn't coached his last game in college basketball. So now the documentary comes out. This is the end of Sean Miller. He's coached his last No, man, you said that a year ago, and you were wrong, and you're wrong today too. And if you're not wrong, I'll tell you right now, it's an excuse by Arizona because there's no indications that they're getting ready to fire Miller. There's no booster support for firing Miller. They stood by Miller when it was much worse. So if somehow Arizona were to make a coaching change, it would shock everybody involved. It would be against booster wishes and all that. I don't even think Arizona makes a statement. And it's because it's 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 gone in 24 hours. The news cycle these days is less than 24 hours with everything going on in the world. But these reporters are so far into this that they can't remove their head from their own rear ends. That's how deep they are. Like, come on, man. Watch the documentary, the two minutes each of audio, if that, and tell me, what are you firing? Now, do I think it is worse for Will Wade than it is for Miller? Absolutely. But the difference is that audio, the quotes, the transcriptions was already released by Yahoo, and LSU didn't do anything about it. Will Wade wouldn't even meet with his own boss, and LSU didn't fire him. So why would a voice on an HBO documentary change things? Like, come on. Like it's just the 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 extent that people will exaggerate stories and try to make things out to be the destruction of college athletics as we know it. The the extent that they'll go just for it to happen, just to be right on a point, is irresponsible and it's lazy. We get it. You want to line your pockets. I get it. You know, having a story, it's important. Blah 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 blah. I get it. But for you to go and lie and all that crap in order to do it, give me a break. You know, it's like find a, find a better topic. And who's going to be the next coach? I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. But I know that um, without college basketball, they're going to have to come up with something. Because this thing, until the notice of allegations is released, and that will be a whole nother ordeal. The notice of allegations will be released. This guy will never coach again. That guy will never coach again. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's ridiculous. The whole thing to me... Um, it's exhausting. Like, move on. Um, and, and so that's that's just kind of where I, I sit on the whole topic. Um, kind of wanted to rant a little bit. Uh, moving on. You know, it, it's – look, I, I, I think I've said this too much, but there's a lot of other things going on in the world. There's a lot of sports where people are trying to, to come up with solutions and all that. Um, people are trying to figure out with, you know, players, should they get eligibility and all that stuff. Come on. Like, you're not firing a coach right now. There's a reason why the coaching carousel isn't what it was um, in years past. And it's just shout out to all the writers who are all in with this whole thing. And I know the argument would be that I'm all in and all that. But let me be very clear. If I believe that Sean Miller paid DeAndre Ayton, why would I have put my entire career on the line? I'm in the boat where if I'm wrong in my position – I'm screwed because I went all in. And I had guys on the network. 
I had national guys. I had people, local writers from Boise, Idaho, tell me, dude, Jason, what are you doing? Like, why are you defending this guy? And I have said it very consistently, where if I didn't believe, or sorry, if I believe that Sean Miller made that payment, I wouldn't defend him for a second. Because what what good, what value would that have for me? Like, I got a family I got to support. I, I got, you know, I got standards as well. It wouldn't do any good for me to defend these guys. All right? Um, with that being said, I knew within 24 hours or so that that Schlabach tape didn't exist. I know for right now telling you that September 25th phone call is BS. But hell, man, it made for some bomb TV. The FBI is coming in my door. El Chapo, blah, blah, blah. Sean Miller's on the phone. What? What a coincidence. Yeah, man, it's a coincidence because it never happened. Like, it's like, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's dumb. But uh, with, with that being said, um, you know, it's, it's hopefully, you know, the, the discussion uh, about the documentary will be quick because I'm tired. I, I'm tired of talking about it. Like, I really am. I was on radio, great radio show in, in Alabama today, um, and they were very cordial and all that, but... Um, it's just, it's, it's annoying. It's annoying talking about the whole thing over and over again. And I think that Arizona in a way wants the notice of allegations to come out just so they don't have to deal with the negative recruiting and they can say, okay, this is what's on the table. Um, and all that. So, uh, with, with, with that being said, I hope everybody stays safe. (laughs) Sorry, my little, you know, I just felt like getting a little rant in. Sometimes you got to rant, you know, I can't, I uh, can't rant in front of the kids. My three dogs started fighting during the podcast. Everyone's just on edge right now. So I appreciate you for joining me. Um, you know, thanks. Thanks for listening. If you are not a member of Wildcat Authority, there's a 75% off sale going on right now. Um, it's going on for the next few days. Please take advantage of it. I know times are tough. Um, that's why we're, we're kind of given a great deal. Um, trying to make it as cheap as, as possible. 75% off annual, which, which is a great deal. Um, and I appreciate you for joining me. We're going to have another podcast later this week where I talk about Zeke. Um, you know, he declared for the NBA and talking about his potential and what type of player um, he will be in the NBA, in my opinion. But uh, once again, I thank you for, uh, for joining me. Stay safe, everybody. Stay inside. Um, look, if you got to listen to my podcast five, ten times just to do something to do, you know, have something to do when you're inside, so be it. You know, it's just... It's for America. It's for the world listening to this podcast. That's 18 minutes that you just stayed inside your house. Hopefully. Hopefully you're not you know, listening to it on the beach. But uh, with that being said, I appreciate you for joining me. Bear down. Stay safe. And uh, see you again later this week. Hello everyone, it's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.